0: Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Do you have something to say and want to make your own podcast? Let me tell you how to do that for free with Anchor. Anchor has creation tools that let you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. You can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more places. And you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's all you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hi, everybody. Cheryl Ackeson here with another episode of the Cheryl Ackeson Podcast. Today, I want to talk about the big picture The big picture sometimes that I think we miss when we get wrapped up in the daily news developments minute by minute, day by day. What will the Department of Justice Inspector General Michael Horowitz's latest investigation reveal? Will Congress hold hearings? Will former acting FBI Director Andrew McCabe actually get indicted? After all, it's said that a motivated prosecutor can indict a ham sandwich if he wants to. We get so wrapped up in all of this daily TikTok, as I call it, I think we could be losing sight of a big picture that has really come into focus over the past two years. For the first time in our nation's history, an inspector general, one appointed by President Obama, has determined that at least two men who sat in the top spot at the FBI committed multiple violations that warrant possible prosecution. Let me say that again. For the first time in our nation's history, An inspector general appointed by President Obama has determined that at least two men who sat in the top spot at the FBI committed multiple violations that warrant possible prosecution. That in of itself is a scandal with national implications deserving of headlines, congressional hearings, and promises to overhaul a badly broken system. But we really haven't had any of that. Of course, the complicating factor in this whole mess is that the government entities responsible for addressing any wrongdoing are the same ones inextricably tied to the alleged wrongdoing. Let's take a look at the Department of Justice and the FBI, which is a component of DOJ. They employ enough people to populate a mid-sized city, more than 113,000 employees. Both agencies are much more than the top men or women who are in charge. Even as certain personalities have been divested from these agencies, tentacles run deep, ties cross administrations and party lines. And the recent past provides little reason to think that this behemoth can always be neutral when it comes to its own. The machine has proven it can move very swiftly when it comes to criminal cases against certain politically connected figures for relatively small infractions, but it's shown less commitment when it comes to others. Okay, by way of a few examples, we can start with the scathing 2016 election year ruling by the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Court. This court found that the National Security Agency was guilty of, quote, institutional lack of candor in its spying on U.S. citizens. The court also said the NSA's practices raised serious constitutional issues. It sounds pretty serious something that should warrant big investigations and possible prosecutions. But as far as we know, the FBI pursued no investigation into any responsible officials. And after years of surveillance abuses that were well documented by the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Court and others, FBI Director Christopher Wray testified to Congress that there have never been any violations. Nobody took him to task either. Also during the 2016 election year, administration officials conducted rampant unmaskings, revealing protected names of incidentally surveilled U.S. citizens. This is a very serious and sensitive issue. The names of innocent U.S. citizens who are incidentally picked up on wiretaps are supposed to be kept private and secret and protected even within the intelligence agency so that it can't be used for political abuse or other purposes. But after President Obama's United Nations Ambassador Samantha Power testified that it was someone else who made many unmasking requests using her name, there seemed to be a conspicuous lack of curiosity. That would seem to be a huge violation of privacy and national security and all kinds of things. But as far as we know, the FBI did not move to expose who was responsible for any of these possible violations. When the FBI lost thousands of text messages sought by the Inspector General between FBI official Peter Strzok and Bureau Attorney Lisa Page, who was his girlfriend, well, that was all chalked up to a technical snafu, and the case was closed. Such an explanation wouldn't likely have been so well accepted if one of us had made it about information the FBI wanted from us if we said oh, hey, we just had a technical snafu, and all that stuff you wanted happened to have gotten erased. Even if it had been a technical snafu, there was no announcement at the FBI about steps taken to ensure such a major blunder wouldn't happen in the future. No explanation, really, in any detail of how it could have happened in the first place. There was only what amounted to a symbolic shrug. The chaser to that debacle was... Struck in Page's text messages from their time working for special counsel Robert Mueller also ended up somehow deleted. Yes, it happened twice in a row to the text messages of the same two people who were both implicated in all kinds of shenanigans related to the Trump Russia probe. There's been no swift public action that we know of on eight criminal referrals the two House Intelligence Committee Republicans. Representatives Devin Nunes of California and John Ratcliffe of Texas sent to the Department of Justice more than five months ago. Haven't heard anything about that. There's no word of any action more than eight months after Senators Lindsey Graham of South Carolina and Chuck Grassley of Iowa, both Republicans, sent a criminal referral to the DOJ against Christopher Steele, author of the Anti-Trump Political Opposition Research Dossier. The Department of Justice took a pass on filing charges against ex FBI Director James Comey for alleged violations that the Inspector General documented with precision in more than 70 pages of a report last month. And finally, there have been no FBI apologies offered to former Trump campaign volunteer Carter Page after the FBI wiretapped him for more than a year. No postmortem launched into how the FBI could have been so wildly wrong when swearing to the court over and over that Page was a Russian spy. In the end, he was never charged with anything. These are just a few examples. There are many more. But what I'm trying to say is, as we as Americans wait to see if a shoe is about to drop in the McCabe case or other cases, the adage about indicting a sandwich is true— But the calculus, it seems, may be different when those in charge of indicting the sandwich are the same ones who are making it. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you did, leave us a good review and share it with your friends. You can also listen to my podcast, Full Measure After Hours, the companion podcast to my Sunday television news program. Until next time, make up your own mind, do your own research, think for yourself.